Hi everybody, welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya, formerly known as Organized State of Mind. I'm your host Latoya Nicole, author, organizer, certified belief therapist, and life coach. On this show, we will discuss soul-penetrating topics that will challenge your belief systems. You see, belief systems are one of the main reasons why people are stagnant. So tune in every Tuesday as we uncover the thinking errors, we bring understanding and healing so that you can move forward with your goals. Time out for circling. Hey y'all, it's Latoya Nicole and you're tuned in to another episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I pray that everything is going well for you thus far. I know y'all organized, so I know you're not all over the place and you're able to get to work peacefully, okay? (laughs) Those of you who are actually headed to the job or those of you who work from home, whichever whichever you do, um, hopefully you're getting there safely and you're not stressed, um, you're not worn out because you went to bed early, you didn't eat a heavy meal before you went to sleep, you know, I know y'all doing all that stuff, and when you woke up this morning, you grabbed a bottle of water, and you drank your water first, you journaled, and then you meditated, so I know y'all having a good morning, I know you are. So, um, today is actually supposed to be procrastination part two. Um, The reason why I talk about procrastination so much is because if if it's paid clients or people just coming in my inbox asking me questions, it always goes back to procrastination. And not to mention, I updated a blog yesterday dealing with procrastination. It was basically to help people understand if it's procrastination or laziness, because there is a difference. Um... Procrastination, you're you're still actively doing something. Laziness, you're not doing anything. So it is a huge difference. It's it's not um, procrastination when you just choose to just lay in the bed and sleep all day. That's being lazy. Procrastination is more like I have to sit here and work on the next chapter of my book but I'm going to go in there and do hair. That's procrastination because you're deliberately avoiding doing something you're supposed to be doing to go do something else. I mentioned in the blog how my daughter, she used to want to color and draw when it was time to do the dishes. Oh, look, mommy, look what I drew for you. No, that's not what I asked you to do. And she was... (laughs) I know, right? She was older, and I would, I didn't have my five-year-old washing dishes, okay? She was older, but she's a creative, and she loves to paint. She loves to draw. If you guys know anything about cage creation, you know she loves to bake, and she puts her art into her cakes. Now, she doesn't operate in that business anymore, so no, don't message me about a cake, but I just wanted to give you an example so you wouldn't run off and think I had my five-year-old washing dishes, now, don't get me wrong, if she was five and came in there with her stepstool and said, Mom, I want to help, of course she can rinse the dishes. But I have to put that out there because when I um <clears throat> first got into organizing, I created a chore chart and I posted it. 
and I put ways that children can like earn their little Dixie cup money. This is when I actually, you know, ate and drunk that kind of stuff. And some lady came for me and she told me that it was abusive to make children clean up. Um, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about today. So I'm not even going to go there. But yeah, she came for me real hard because she doesn't think that when a child dirties up their room, they're, they're not entitled to clean it up. She thinks that when a child puts all of their toys in the middle of the floor and you ask them to put them back into the toy box, that's abusive. And because I'm, I'm a child who comes from abusive situations, to call that abuse, like, lady, you have no idea what you're talking about. None. Now, there are some situations where I've t spoken to someone who grew up in foster care, and they told me how their foster parents would have them scrubbing floors and baseboards, and they could not eat until... They got the house clean because the grown-ups didn't do anything. That, my friend, is abusive. But creating a chore chart, color-coded chore chart, this is when you do this, this is when you do that, this is when you read your book, this is when you do your homework and all that stuff. And to call that abusive, people are really delusional. Moving right along. Procrastination. So, yes. Um... So if you're the person, you set aside time to work on your goals, and instead of working on your goals, you go mop the floor, or you go wash the car, or you go do something else, then you you are a procrastinator. I remember, I, I may have mentioned this in my blog too, I was getting some work done in the house, and everybody decided they want to go outside and wash cars because they didn't want to help do the work in the house to prepare for what we were preparing for. That is called procrastination. And what we do not realize is that when we continuously respond a certain way or do a certain thing, it becomes normal to us. So we don't even realize that we've wired that response in and it's automatic for us now because now it's normal to you. And the things that become normal are hard to identify as problems because it's normal. Well, I always do that. Yeah, I know. It's a problem. You know what I'm saying? That's just who I am. No, that's just what you chose to do. And that's not healthy. That's toxic. You know, those type of situations. So we have to understand, and I... And I say this all the time on my business page. I say it in my coaching group. I may not say it on my personal page as much. But you cannot combat a problem if you keep feeding the problem. There are people who actually know that they have a problem with procrastination. They know it. Yet, when I ask them a question... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I I got this. I got it's the excuses. And I do my best to suppress my responses when people start giving me excuses because I do not like them at all. I don't like hearing them. 
I don't like dealing with them. I don't like making them. Just do it. Because at the end of the day, the reality you create, you created it. So it's nobody's fault. Because I know we like to dig deep in our sack of excuses and blame everybody else. But we never take a look in the mirror and look at that person and the choices that that person made. Because your thoughts, your actions, your choices, whatever you want to call it, create your reality. So wherever you are now, it was your choices that put you there. If you're not satisfied with your life, that is your fault. I'm not, I'm not the type of coach or counselor that's going to not help you to see you. It would be a disservice if I helped you blame stuff on everybody. Now, stuff that happened to you as a child, that, that's not your fault. And that's not what I'm saying. But you're an adult now, so we can we have resources. We can utilize the resources that we have. We can heal and we can break these cycles off of our lives. It's going to take intentional practices to break these cycles. Because I just said it, you've wired that thing in. You've built, you've built that thought and that memory into your brain. And every time you get, you get in a situation where you have to do something that you don't, you really don't want to do it anyway, you are going to automatically respond how you've always responded. And the way to break that is to intentionally not respond. We, we create the wars within ourselves. So now you're warring because you want to get up and do what you have to do. But then part of you wants to procrastinate and just go sit on Facebook all day or go watch Netflix all day or, you know, go do something completely opposite from what you're supposed to do. And you've set personal and professional goals. When are you gonna when are you going to actually do something towards your goals? Because the the um what are what do they call it? Vision board parties? I'm over it. I don't even go to those things no more. Because we sit here and we have these parties, we create these vision boards. And then we're not doing anything towards accomplishing the goal. Like, what's the point? What is the point? It's just cute for you to take a picture and post it on Facebook with your vision board. No, I don't need that board. I buy a calendar. I write down all of my goals for the year in the beginning of that calendar. And each month, I assign a goal per month. And then I put, put like... um smaller steps that I can take to get to that bigger goal each month. So each week is a smaller step and boom, I've accomplished that goal for the month. And it doesn't take a lot of time out of my out of my day. I mean, heck, you got 7 freaking days in a week. And even if you're working a 9 to 5, you still should have at least 2 hours devoted to what you want to do whether that's Getting up earlier, 
or I don't I never recommend going to bed late but if you go to bed a little later so you get to bed at 11 instead of 9 but I don't ever recommend going to bed late because you need your rest and that's when you're actually healing so I, I don't ever recommend that so I get up early and then I make time throughout the day if I'm if I'm home I can utilize my lunch break if I'm working from home that's one hour right there and then when I get off work I make tens of family stuff um, you know, whatever my daughter got going on, taking her to work and all of that. And while she's at work, there's another hour. Now, you may feel like it's easier for me because I have a teenager. But let me tell you something. When you really want to do something, you know how to make it happen. And I'm not going to con um, continue to convince people why they should work on their goals. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to try to convince you why you should want better for your life when you're the one said that you want better for your life. That's what I'm not going to do. And you could call it what you want, but it is what it is. If you do not make the decision to change, I can talk myself into an oblivion. You still will not get it. Which is why... When you hire a coach, those of you who've actually, who are working with the coach or whatever, you need to be ready. You need to have your mind made up that you are going to do what it is that you need to do. Because in my agreement, when you sign up with me, if I don't see progress, I'm letting you go as a client. Yes, I yeah. We we make we we're here to make money, take care of our families. But I don't want your money that bad to keep playing with you and have you waste my time either. Cuz I want to make a difference. And if I'm not if I'm not impacting you with the tools that I'm giving you, there's no need for the relationship. No harsh feelings. I will definitely give you resources on what you need to do and then have the door open for you to come back when it's time for you to coach. But I can identify when you need coaching and when you need to see a therapist. And that that's just what it is. Coaching is great. Coaching is phenomenal. I play a dual role because I'm a personal development counselor and a coach. I needed a counselor and a coach and a therapist because counseling, the type of counseling I do, don't go as deep as a therapist. I had all of that. I had all of that in my arsenal. Because I needed them all. But we can't skip the therapist and come to the coach when the therapist needs to help you uproot the mental blocks and the emotional blocks and things that's keeping you from moving forward. Coaching is moving forward. 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 <laughs> but if you are stuck... Coaching can help you to a degree, but if you're stuck due to mental issues, things you need to take care of, your inner child is wounded and your inner child is stubborn and stuck and don't want to move, then you need to see a therapist. And I'm not saying this because I don't know it. 
I've told you guys time and time again, a lot, majority of what I say, been there, done that, got a t-shirt, got a hat and a backpack like Dora. Okay. I'm remember, I'm the girl who dealt with the emotional catastrophes over and over and over and over again. I'm the one that learned to put myself in a pit to escape the, the reality I created with my thoughts. I'm her. If you haven't read the book, in spite of it all, my chapter, I talk about it. So I'm talking to you from experience. You wire stuff in, you have to take time to wire it out. Okay? <laughs> This started off as procrastination and it's gone somewhere else and that's usually how that goes. But hey, it is what it is. Because whatever I say, something I say is needed. Just like you have a voice that needs to be heard, there are people who need to hear what I'm saying. You have the power to undo what you have done. Stop quoting you're fearfully and wonderfully made and actually study yourself and understand that you can't perform your own brain surgery. Pick up the book, Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. I talk about that book all the time. She's a Christian neuroscientist that will help you understand that you can perform your own brain surgery. Not literally cutting yourself open, people. But yeah, you can. You stitched it in, and you can unstitch it. It's possible. Read that book. Some people may be afraid to read it because this is what we do also. We don't want to hear the truth because now we are, because now that we've been made aware of truth, then it's on us and we can no longer blame anybody else. Because now you know the truth. Now you are aware of the knowledge that you need to come out. So you can't say this is that and the other is why I can't come out. Because you've been presented the key. And it's up to you now to use the key to open the door. So you can't, you can't pray and say, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, Father. Please help me. Help me, God. No, you can't do that no more. Because your response may be, well, I had you to go listen to that live and she told you what to do. Or weren't you listening to that podcast on the way to work? She told you what to do. Didn't your friend share that blog with you? She told you what to do. We get our answers. We just get them in ways we don't like and from people we don't like. And I don't mind not being liked. As long as I'm telling the truth and I'm not doing nothing to hurt you, it is what it is. I'm not liked by a lot of people. It's not stopping anything over here. And probably not that I did anything to them. It's because I told a level of truth that they didn't like. So now I'm the problem. That's just how we are. That's how we are. That's how we are. But your prayer, 
your prayers are answered. Your prayers are answered through podcasts. They're answered through books. You may go on Facebook and you may see a post. Um, your prayer might be answered from the little old lady that's at Walmart who can't get her stuff out the basket and you go help her. I've had prayers answered. I, I go outside and I find money behind my tire. Just sitting there like, oh, somebody planted that there just for me. But we want something, we, we want something great and grand to happen just so we can go brag on social media about it. That's the problem. That's that's cognitive distortions going on right there that you need to work on. Cause you just want it just so you can brag. Not sure, I'm not sure what God you praying to about that foolishness. But um, get that together. Sis, bro, get it together. We got to start studying ourselves. And if we took time and studied ourselves, it's a lot of crap we won't find ourselves involved with or in. Because you ain't got time for the drama. You're trying, you trying to become your higher self. You're trying to tap into your higher self. So you won't have time for all that foolishness. Like right now today, I don't have time for foolishness. I really don't. Like at all. I just told a young lady last night, I was, I'm was i coaching. The 20-year-old me versus me now, I don't even know that girl. That's just how much I've changed and grown and healed. Like, dang. Ooh. I, I look back and be like, ooh, she was ratchet. Ooh, she was a mess. Oh, she was into so much foolishness and drama and catty. Oh, who is that? Study yourself. I mean, even if you go get a science book and start studying, studying the um, your organs and your um, systems, study uh, atoms, molecules. I mean, study like that. <laughs> study melanin. Study all of that. Study how your brain works. I mean, when I say study yourself, I mean really, really, really study yourself. I really want the best for everybody. If I could just, like, sit on here and just tell my story, y'all would be surprised. And maybe some of y'all will really understand where I'm coming from. Because it's, it's not easy. It wasn't easy. I'm sorry. If you read my blog, I became who I needed. If you read any of my blogs, I allude to a lot of stuff I went through. And oh, I'm getting emotional. And to sit here and have this podcast, making the moves that I'm making in life, I know it can be done. I know change and healing is possible. You can't tell me any different. I know acceptance and change is powerful. You cannot argue with me on that. And I'm not going to argue with anybody. Period. I know how when we wire in responses 
I've been, I have been disappointed all my life, so I just naturally just expected disappointment no matter what I did. And it always ended in that. That's what it ended in. Because my thoughts created my reality. And I want everyone to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Because the version of myself that I was back then, like, I can't even identify. I can pull from the stories, to, you know, to help other people. But I'm like, man, it's like night and day. So I'm not getting on here just to talk. I want someone to be helped. I, I need somebody, you know, y'all to reach out to me so I can help you. If you can't afford the packages, join the monthly coaching group. It's probably the cheapest thing I got going. But do what you need to do for you. Because you owe it to yourself to become everything you desire. You owe it to yourself. Read. Study. Enjoy your life. <laughs> Go somewhere and do something. Enjoy your life and meet new people. Just, just don't do what I did. I wrote an ebook. It's called The Isolated Trap. Talking more about my past and where I come from. And I'm going to continue writing my story. Because I found my voice. And I'm telling my story. And the more I do so, it's restoring my soul. Which is why I created the group Unaltered Voices on Facebook. If you want to join, feel free. But that's what that group is about. There is so much liberty. There's so much healing in telling your story. Just tell your story. Unaltered. I hope y'all have a great day. I wasn't planning on keeping you this long. My tea getting cold here. But have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful weekend. Um, start emailing me. If you hear something that I say that you want me to elaborate on or go deeper into, y'all email me. Um, I, I don't mind at all. If you have a story that we can talk about, email me. I don't. I, I love guests. Guests make it. Guests actually having guests makes it really fun for me. Even if we're talking about something serious, it's really it's it's fun for me. So just email me. Reach out. You have a story. Tell your story. And you can do it right here on Tea and Talk with Toya. Have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I greatly appreciate the support. If anything that was said today on this episode resonated with you, please share on your platforms. You can reach me at www.LatoyaNicoleInc.com. Have a wonderful one.